Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the ICC podcast. My name is Taylor Behunin, your host, and um, I'm pretty excited about today's episode because this is something I've put a lot of thought into over the past few years, and um, I feel like right now, especially in the world we live in today, there are a lot of concerns that have to go with kind of this topic, and I hope that through one way or another something that you're here today will be able to help you in a situation you're going through. Um, This is something I've actually, a lot of people have requested for me to talk about, and I've definitely gotten some questions about this topic. Um, We're going to be talking about friends and boundaries, and specifically when people choose different things in life than you. So some of the questions I've gotten, for example, in my DMs are how to support and love friends who leave the church, um, who are a part of like the LGBTQ plus community and so on. Just um, loving and supporting people when we don't necessarily have the same ideas. And along with that, maybe when a good time is to step away from friendships where people are, are even just people who are not necessarily making different choices than you, but who are maybe being rude to you or not treating you right. You know, when do you step away from those friendships or when do you stay and support people who are that way or who have different ideas or lifestyles than you or whatever it could be. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about them. I'm not going to get into too much detail about those certain relationships or anything like that, but I'm just going to talk more about what I feel like the answer is I found when it comes to situations like that. And, um, how you can apply that into your life. I also just want to clarify, I'm obviously not a trained therapist or life coach of any sort. You know, the purpose of this podcast was to use real life experiences to help people see things in different perspectives through a different lens and just to to focus on Christ and Heavenly Father when they had to make decisions or when we, you know, approach things in life that are similar to these topics. Uh, So none of this is technically professional advice is just opinion and answers that I feel like I have received through my own personal revelation and so forth. So just wanted to clarify all of that before I got too far into it. Um, but back to the friendships and having boundaries and how to support and love people who you maybe don't agree with the life choices they're making or whatever it could be. When it comes to situations like that, I feel like the best answer for me has been to live my covenants to the best of my abilities and be a worthy temple recommend holder. Those are kind of two things that keep me safe. And when I am living those covenants and in doing so, being a worthy temple recommend holder, I am putting the boundaries that I need that the Lord has even set uh, for me that keep me happy and healthy spiritually, physically, whatever it could be, um, and keep my relationships healthy, right? So because of that, I'm actually just going to go through all the covenants you either have or could possibly make, what they mean, and um, just give you an actual description because... I don't know about you. I know the covenants I've made, but I don't read about them every day. So first of all, the first covenant we make is through baptism, the baptismal covenant. And these are the five things you covenant when you're baptized, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You covenant to come into the fold of God, 
So that means like becoming a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You covenant to be called his son or daughter, which is taking Christ's name upon you. You covenant to bear others' burdens that they may be light. Mourn with those that mourn and comfort those that stand in need of comfort. You covenant to stand as a witness of God at all times and in all things and in all places, which is like testifying of Christ and setting a good example. And you also testify that you'll serve God and keep his commandments. So those are the five covenants you make at baptism. I found all, all of this is on the churchofjesuschrist.org website. So you can go there. But um, those are the covenants you make. So just keep that in mind moving forward. Those are the baptismal covenants. And then if you are endowed or if you're going to be endowed, these are the covenants that you make in the temple. We covenant in the endowment that we will obey the law of obedience, which includes striving to keep God's commandments. We covenant to keep the law of sacrifice, which means doing all we can to support the Lord's work and repenting with a broken heart and contrite spirit. We covenant to keep the law of the gospel, which is the higher law that he taught while he was on the earth. We covenant to keep the law of chastity, which means that we have sexual relationships only or sexual relations only with the person to whom we are legally and lawfully wedded according to God's law. We covenant to keep the law of consecration, which means dedicating our time, talents, and everything with which the Lord has blessed us to building up Jesus Christ church on the earth. So those are the the covenants we make in the endowment in the temple and um, the covenants we make at baptism. And I just want to say covenants are there to bind us to God, right? And when these situations arise with our friends or with people we care about where we're concerned about them or, you know, you start to judge them or you need boundaries from them, whatever it could be. When these situations happen, a lot of the times I feel like the answer we're told or the things we we say to ourselves is we need to be Christ-like, right? We need to be more like Christ. Well, covenants are here. Like one of the main purposes of making covenants is to bind us to Christ and to, to teach us how to become more like him. As we live these laws and as we live these covenants we made, that's what helps us become like the Savior. Because these covenants also help us live the doctrine of Christ. They literally surround him and his teachings and who he was and who he is. Um, And the purpose of us having the covenants is to learn those same things, to become like him. And so when these situations arise, you know, we say be Christ-like or serve them or love them or whatever it could be. But how do you do that? there's you know there's every situation is different right every friendship's different everything that's going to happen in our lives is, is not the same and so each answer can definitely be different but but i know that when i'm living my covenants that's the best way that i can be christ-like and and that is the best way to teach me how to help someone to also become christ-like or to to share that love and to share that kindness and and whatever it might be. So just reflect on those covenants you've made. Reflect on the situations you're going through or the friendships you have and think, am I able to keep all of my covenants and serve this person? Or, you know, or is anyone in my circle hindering me from keeping those covenants? And then even take it a step further. Is there anything I'm inviting into my life 
social media, music, TV, any type of of source that I am literally inviting into my mind and into my body is any of that hindering the covenants I've made with God. Because at the end of the day, you know, those things influence you. Those things influence your relationships with other people and these concerns you might be having right now or whatever it could be. Where is your tent facing? Right? Are you facing Sodom and Gomorrah? Are you facing the temple? Um, so just, you know, these are just things to consider and think about. And, you know, there are some things that you could be doing that are helping you live one covenant, right? Like you could be mourning with those that mourn and, and comforting those who stand in comfort. But then there are things you could be doing that could hinder you from living another covenant. So yeah, I'm supposed to comfort others and help make other burdens light. But I've also made a covenant through the new and everlasting covenant where I didn't just bind myself to God. I bound myself to another human being, to Tayson. And I have made covenants with that marriage. And so if me mourning with someone and helping the burdens of another person hinders me from keeping the covenant I've made with Tayson and God in that new and everlasting covenant of marriage, then something's wrong. You shouldn't, like your covenant should not have to to hinder one another, you know? You should be able to live all those covenants um, to the best of your abilities in different ways. And so that's another thing to keep in mind is just because you're fulfilling one covenant of being a good friend or whatever it could be, it doesn't mean that um, you are all of a sudden naturally keeping all of your other covenants. And there are a reason, there are different covenants that we make and that's where the boundary side of it kind of comes in. And so I don't know if you kind of get what I'm saying, but there are there are definitely boundaries that you can set, but there are boundaries within what the Lord has already set for you. And um, as you pray, you know, between each situation that you're in or whatever you're going through, as you pray to Heavenly Father and ask what the best decision is to make, He will lead and guide you and help you know what that decision is, especially if you're like genuinely and earnestly asking. Um, so anyways, those are just some, some thoughts that I have on that. And just kind of to end, I want to end on this note. Um... At BYU-Idaho, there is an awesome, awesome employee. His name is Brother Riggins. He is a religion pre- professor. Um, he teaches Book of Mormon, I think, right now in Mission Prep. And he was a mission president. He is a part of the Honor Code office. And another title he's known as, known as at our school is he's the chief inclusion officer. And he goes around, he gives this presentation on inclusion. His job is to make sure all the students at BYUI feel included. And so he goes to the conferences where other universities meet up with people with similar job titles and they talk about this and how to include people. And it's definitely a bigger topic these past couple of years, as you can imagine. And sorry, a bigger job. But these are literally his own words, and this is part of the presentation he gives. He says, so this is something I'm referring to all friendships, no matter what, especially people who see differently than you or people who who believe differently than you and act differently than you. Um, Brother Riggins says that inclusion is not segregation. 
Um, and what he means by that is that naturally, uh, we think that to to create inclusive environments, people need to be in in groups where there was people who are very similar to them. So let's say there's like an LGBTQ plus club and then there's a Hispanics club and an African-American club. And um, he just, Brother Riggins talks about this and how people just segregate themselves into these different groups based on these different classifications. And that's just simply not Zion. And he references the Book of Mormon and just says, there are no ites in Zion. If we are God's children, if we want, you know, Zion, it's about having one heart and one one mind and realizing that we are all children of God. Um, and so moving forward, that was just kind of the last point I wanted to make. Whatever relationships you find yourself in now or in the future or any concerns or thoughts you have of people who maybe wrong you or relationships you struggle with or people who make different decisions than you do and see life differently than you do, whatever it could be, just remember first and foremost that we are all children of God, that we're all important, that we all have agency. And just to go along with that, regardless of the situation you're in, just don't forget to pray. Heavenly Father knows you and the other individual better than you can even understand. And so he's obviously going to know the best answer for every circumstance, which each circumstance is different. So anyways, thanks for tuning in this week. I'm so grateful for all of you. I hope that you had a great week and that you will continue to have an even better week. And of course... As always, if you ever need anything or have any questions, please feel free to message me on social media at the eyes to see. Again, thanks for tuning in. I will see you guys next week.